It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. What an amazing night. A huge victory for San Jose Sharks hockey. Two to one, the final score in overtime. The Sharks beat the Carolina Hurricanes. This is only the second loss of any kind that the Hurricanes have had on the road this season. They are now 8-1-1 one, and one away from home. And they get one point, but boy, Rod Brindamore and his team are not going to feel good about the fact that they didn't come out of here with two because of the way this contest went. The Sharks are now 9-8-1. and one. They have 19 points, and those two points are gigantic. San Jose now with four victories and three losses with one OT at home, and they continue with their homestand on Wednesday against the Ottawa Senators. Time now for the instant replay of this very dramatic victory. It began in the first period with some good chances some domination by the visiting Hurricanes who are very talented and aggressive and some great goaltending as James Reimer in the nets against his old Hurricanes teammates made a pretty big save early on. Scott Reedy's in his first NHL game lost the puck there in front of the net a point blank chance is stopped by James Reimer that was Derek Stepan who was wide open in front welcome to the NHL Scott Reedy on that one but a good chance and a good save from that point on, James Reimer was sterling. He did so many great things. That's just a good example of one of the saves that he made. I think my favorite play is your favorite play, when Jake Middleton broke his stick and Reimer was alert enough to A, get to the puck first, and B, realize where to put it. Yeah, he was on top of his game. He, play, he was solid in the net. He was aggressive. He was all over the place. But you're right. That play just goes to show you how into the game he is. To be aware in that moment to jump out of the play in a split second to make the pass, you know your goalie's right there and in the game and that's it makes a, a boost of confidence for your team thing is the hurricanes were pretty confident in their goaltender Antti ranta who was only making his fourth appearance of the season only his third start of the campaign and he made a big save on timo meyer late in the first period little drop pass for kachura who cuts in against the defensive player jarvis back behind the net reverses the puck eric carlson's in deep Throws to the right wing corner of the offensive zone, and now he's going to take it back on the point. The shot, tip save made. We made a backhand shot by Meyer, and that's a great save by Antti Ranta. There was daylight there, and Meyer saw it, let the backhander go, but Ranta arrived in the nick of time with 2.14 left in the first, so it's still nothing, nothing. Timo Meyer had no points tonight, but he had six shots on goal, and he had 11 attempts on net. Uh, this guy is a force when he plays like he did tonight. Yeah, and he, I think he was a big reason why the Sharks kind of turned this thing around. He was making a, a you know a number of individual efforts just to create that zone time, get some pressure back in the Carolina end. No, he he was a force. I love the way he's challenged using his body and and getting a lot of key opportunities towards the net. In the first period, the shots were eight seven in favor of San Jose, but at the end of one, the score was nothing to nothing. The Sharks have given up a couple of tough ones early in periods and. They would do so again tonight. 
after a few blocked shots in a row on extended zone time for Carolina, finally the Hurricanes would break down the dam, and Anthony D'Angelo, a very talented, tempestuous defender, playing well for the Hurricanes, picked up the first goal. And the Sharks will try to clear here, but they are unable to do so. Fed toward the net, knocked aside there by the Sharks, James Reimer. And the bouncing puck will be picked back up. D'Angelo walks to the circle, slaps it, blocked by Mario Ferraro. Fed across the ice, Ferraro blocked it. Now here's another chance, D'Angelo scores! Well, Tony D'Angelo, one of the best players on the ice in the first period for Carolina, got the third chance there after Ferraro blocked him a couple of times, and boy, did he place that perfectly, low to the stick side, in the littlest of spaces that was only a puck wide, but that's all he really needed. one nothing, Carolina. That's a great goal by Tony D'Angelo, his fourth of the season. Tabo Teravainen and uh, rookie Jarvis getting the assist. Uh, outstanding play tonight uh, by the 19-year-old Seth Jarvis getting the second assist on that play at 116. But uh, some people might say, well, what are you doing blocking all those shots and deflecting it? But to us, the extended zone time was the key to that goal. Yeah, I, I think that that's the thing. The Carolina Hurricanes had a lot of pressure, and when you get scrambling a lot like that, you tend to be laying out and trying to block shots, probably not the way you want to be playing defense. You know, sometimes that desperation slips into your game, and then Carolina was just able to capitalize on it. really just a, a great shot by D'Angelo hitting it off the post and in. And so D'Angelo's goal made it one to nothing in favor of Carolina early in the second. A couple of other chances for the Sharks to try to even the score, but Antiranta would be very equal to the task, and so would the Hurricanes' defense. Here's Timo Meyer doing it with about 13 minutes to play. Meyer steals the puck, moves down the right against Shea, cuts in the right, in front of the net, shot, save made! What a stop by Ranta, and a tremendous power move by Timo Meyer. He keeps doing that, that's going to be in the back of the net. Power move, that's what Meyer did, that's what Hurdle did, that's what the Sharks were doing, and that's what started getting them back into the game. Yeah, no, they, when they started to play in that really heavy game down low, we talk about getting that puck below the dots, you know, or sorry, below the hash marks, and then you're coming around and making those power moves towards the net. They started opening things up once they did that. And in the final seconds of the second period, another close play in front, but another great play by Antiranta in goal for Carolina on Logan Couture. Skitcher bumped by Pesci as he gains the zone, dumped it in deep. Now four checking, it's going to be picked up by Meyer. He turns to the circle, shoots one on net, save made, rebound, a great chance for Logan Couture with a backhand, and also right nearby there was Tomas Hurdle, but it was stopped by Antiranta. There are those two names again, Meyer, Hurdle, Logan Couture sneaking in, getting a chance, but it was one nothing Carolina at the end of two. In the third period, the Sharks just kept at it. They never lost their resolve. They never lost their confidence. And in fact, as the power moves from the likes of Meyer and Hurdle and others started to gain in their confidence, they started to get some opportunities to score. And they would finally crack the dam open for Carolina at 3.54 when Kevin LeBanc, fresh off his one-game suspension, got the game even. Now Ferraro sends it off the right boards. Mario Ferraro just takes it for the team. Here's LeBanc shooting it. He scores! Kevin LeBanc gets the pass from Weatherby and gets it by Ranta. And LeBanc coming back from suspension ties the game at one with 3.54 gone by in the third. 
Jasper Weatherby, that big, powerful rookie center, would get the only assist on that goal. Kevin LeBanks, third of the year at 354 of the third to tie the game at one. But did you hear that name, Mario Ferraro, taking one for the team there? He deserves a lot of credit, doesn't get a point, but boy, he did make a big play on that on that little goal. Yeah, no, and I thought he had a great game. He was aggressive in the D zone, kept a lot of shots to the outside. You know, and... and Weatherby and Nieto was in on on the forward check and that little dump pass but again that quick release by Kevin LeBanc when he's shooting the puck like that you know things are going good for him. 1-1 the score and it came down to the final seconds of regulation time. Tomas Hurdle now started to express his powerful moves. He saw what Timo Meyer was doing in the earlier part of the game and through the third and he decided to do something himself. Gregor, the shot, it's blocked. It's poked at there by Barabanov. He had hurdle in front of the net, just couldn't get it through. Good defense by Shea there. Now the Canes can't clear. Gregor kept it in, dumped it off the left corner boards to Hurdle. Hurdle using the big body, going behind the net. Rep run attempt, and Ranta got a little piece of it, knocked it away. 1-1 the score, minute 20 left in regulation. Sharks keep the pressure on here. Hurdle again with that strength behind the net. Goes in front, turn, shoots, great save by Ranta. Two brilliant plays by Tomas Hurdle, but Ranta two equally brilliant saves. How great is that? I mean, incredible. Timo Meyer and Tomas Hurdle uh, giving each other chance after chance with using the power, the strength, and the skill. Yeah, heavy bodies, and when, they, when, when they're playing that way, they're so hard to stop. Um, you know, Thomas Schurtle made a great wrap, almost got that to the far post, ran to head to made a great save. And then he, on the, in the ensuing play, he does a little toe drag to beat the defender and then wraps. And Ronta had to make another save on him. Hurdle wasn't very happy going towards the bench, thought he could have had one there. But they end up getting the assist on the crucial goal in the, in the game winner. And that's what happened in overtime. The crucial play, though, happened perhaps with 22 seconds left when Brett Pesci of the Carolina Hurricanes was issued a two-minute tripping penalty. That was the only penalty that Carolina would have in this entire game. They were letter perfect in discipline until that very critical moment. And so the Sharks began the overtime four on three in OT. Now, when a penalty expires in overtime, you go back to four on four until you get a whistle. So as it turned out, the penalty had only expired for three seconds when the game winner happened four on four. Far side of the ice, Ferraro takes it. Four on three power play for 10 more seconds. Carlson's been on the ice the entire time. He takes it back from Barabana. Down low to Ferraro. He stick handles into the right circle. Penalty is almost over. Down low to Hurdle. Turn, shoot, save made. Hurdle poking at it. In front, Barabana scores! Alexander Barabanov, right place, right time, slams it home, and the Sharks beat the Canes in overtime, 2-1. to one. What a way to finish it. Four on four, minute 42 of overtime, Alexander Barabanov, his third of the season, Tomas Hurdle and Mario Ferraro, two hard-earned assists. Great to see that they got in on the winning play because of how much they did during the course of this contest. And the San Jose Sharks get a huge victory for James Reimer against his old teammates. So many great things happened in this game tonight, 
and the most important way to describe it is with a Sharks victory. Yeah, no, they really came out in that third period, I thought, you know, really with with a thorn in their side, and they came out and they started to take the pace a little bit to Carolina, and, and you felt like if they just got that one goal that things could, uh, you know, open up for them. They hadn't scored a goal in a while, and there, LeBanc gets the, gets the goal, and then they get the ensuing pressure leads to a power play, which then eventually leads to a, you know, a, a power play in overtime, which leads to the goal by Barabanov. Final shots on goal in this very memorable hockey game for the San Jose Sharks, 27. For the Carolina Hurricanes, 23. The Sharks outshot the Canes 3-1 in OT, and a lot of that came generated off that power play chance. It wasn't a power play goal that won it, but boy, it was power play influenced, and this is a huge victory for the Sharks against one of the best teams in the NHL. Let's go to the Sharks locker room. One of the major players in the game this evening was Kevin LeBanc coming back from his one-game suspension, scoring an absolutely gorgeous goal in the third off a Jasper Weatherby pass. Banker, how did that one feel tonight? Uh, it felt nice. I mean, uh, I think our line was rolling, and we were creating a lot of chances and opportunity and uh, eliminating any chances going the other end towards us. So it was a great overall game by our line, I think. Why don't you talk us through just the, the general pace of the game and what Carolina threw at you, because they were very hard to play against tonight. Yeah, they're a big, hard, heavy team, and, uh, you know, those are the hardest teams to play against. So it was a fun game, uh, but I think we matched their speed, we matched their intensity, and we matched their... Uh, uh, physicality as well so and you know it was uh, you know uh, the best part about our game is you know we were down one nothing, and we just stayed patient and just kept sticking with it and you know uh, we knew we were going to get opportunities and uh, we got one and won it in uh, OT. Hey Banker uh, tell us a little bit about James Reimer you saw you know what, that, that, what he did in that first period when Middleton broke his stick you could tell he was in the game the way he jumped out made that play he obviously kept you guys in it and allowed you to get the get the eventual tying goal and the winning goal there yeah i think uh rhymes he's uh had one heck of a game he's uh he's really been uh, helping us uh pull away with a couple of wins and same thing with hills you know he's uh we got two really good goalies in the back end and uh makes the forwards and defensemen feel really confident in, the, in themselves you guys have been through so much this season, and you had another piece of your depth get into action tonight, Scott Reedy, and he made a couple of really nice plays in the game. How do you assess the way it felt having him out there with you? It was great. Uh, you know, he was uh, first game, he was buzzing, and uh, it was really good having him in the lineup. And, uh, you know, it, it, like he just did the little things right, and that's what you got to do when you uh, come into the lineup. So I think uh, he, he held himself up really well. We're talking to Kevin LeBanc post-game following a very dramatic Sharks overtime win. And Banker, why don't you talk us through your goal? Yeah, I think uh, it was just kind of a you know battle in the corner. Jazz got the puck, and uh, you know I tried to find that little soft area. And uh, it, uh, you know, next thing you know, uh, he gave me the puck, and I just wanted to get it off as quick as possible and uh, get it on net. So it was a good, uh, it was a good momentum builder for us too in the third as well. Isn't it any coincidence that uh, some of the key guys down the stretch were? These big guys that can play a power game, Jasper Weatherby being one, Tomas Hurdle being another, and Timo Meyer being a third. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, those are some uh, big, heavy players, and uh, they can, you know, hold the puck in the corner and hold their own. And, uh, you know, it, it's uh, fun watching them play, and, uh, you know, they're really good at just holding on to the puck in the corner. It's impossible to get it off them, so it's no, uh, no wonder why you always see them coming off the corner and uh, just sling one to the net. In the final analysis, Banker, what does this mean for you and your teammates? Uh, you know, it was just a great win. I mean, uh, we played good, hard defensive hockey, and, uh, 
we, uh, you know, it was a big two points, and you know, we got to get this, th- keep this thing rolling, and uh, keep feeling good about ourselves. Well, you just keep doing what you're doing. It's great to see you score that great goal and continue to play great hockey. Congratulations on that win. Yeah, thank you. That's Kevin LeBanc of the San Jose Sharks, who scored the tying goal that forced overtime. Alexander Barabanov gets the game winner from Tomas Hurdle and Mario Ferraro at 142 of the extra session. Sharks win it over the Hurricanes 2-1. to one. The Sharks' record now is at 9-8-1. They have 19 points. While the Hurricanes lose for only the second time on the road, they do get a point. They fall back to 14-2-1 on the season. Rod Brindamore's team has 29 points on the year. That's it for the Sharks' instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.